People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos, brought to you by FoundItemClothing.com and BunnySlippers.com. This is just a short reading, something to listen to between episodes. I hope you enjoy it. What the Moon Brings, by H.P. Lovecraft. For when it shines on certain scenes familiar and loved, it sometimes makes them unfamiliar and hideous. It was a spectral summer when the moon shone down on the old garden where I wandered. The spectral summer of narcotic flowers and humid seas of foliage that bring wild and many-colored dreams. And as I walked by the shallow crystal stream, I saw unwanted ripples tipped with yellow light, and if those placid waters were drawn in by the resistless currents to strange oceans that are not in this world, silent and sparkling, bright and baleful, those moon-cursed waters hurried I knew not whither, whilst from the embowed banks of the loto blossoms fluttered one by one in the opiate night wind, and dropped disparagingly into the stream, swirling away horribly under the arched, carven-bridged and staring back with the sinister registration of calm, dead faces. And as I ran along the shore, crushing, sleeping flowers with, with heedless feet, and maddened ever by the fear of the unknown things and the lure of the dead faces, I saw in the garden had no end under that moon. For where by day the walls were, there stretched now only new vistas of trees and paths, flowers and shrubs, stone idols and pagodas, and the bendings of the yellow-lidden stream past grassy banks and under grotesque bridges of marble, and the lips of the dead lotos faces whispered sadly and bade me to follow, nor did I cease my steps till the stream became a river, and joined amidst marshes of swaying reeds and branches of gleaming sand the shore of a vast and nameless sea. Upon the sea the hateful moon shone, and over its unvocal waves weird perfumes breeded, and as I saw therein the lotos faces vanish, I longed for nets that I might capture them and learn from them the secrets from which the moon had brought upon the night. But when the moon went over to the west, and still tide ebbed from the sullen shore, I saw that the light old spires, that the waves almost covered, the white columns gay with festooned of green seaweed, and knowing to this sunken place all the dead had come, I trembled, and did not wish again to speak with the loto faces. Yet, when I saw afar out in the sea a black condor descended from the sky to seek rest on a vast reef, and I would have questioned him and asked him of those I had known when they were alive. This I would have asked him had he not been so far away. But he was very far away, and could not be seen at all when he drew nigh that gigantic reef. So I watched the tide go out under the sinking moon, and saw gleaming the spires, the flowers, and the roofs of that dead, dripping city. And I watched, my nostrils tied too close against the perfume-conquering stench of the world's dead. For truly, in this unplaced and forgotten spot had all flesh of the courtyards gathered for puffy sea-worms to gnaw and glut upon. Over these horrors, the evil moon now hung very low, but the puffy worms of the sea need no moon to feed by, and I watched the ripples that told of the writhing worms beneath, 
I felt a new chill from afar, out whither the condor had flown, as if my flesh had caught a horror before my eyes had seen it, nor had my flesh trembled without cause. For when I raised my eyes, I saw that the waters had ebbed very low, shewing much of the vast reef whose rim I had seen before. And when I saw the reef was but the black basalt crown of a shocking icon, whose monstrous forehead now shone in the dim moonlight, and whose vile hooves must paw the hellish ooze miles below, I shrieked and shrieked lest the hidden face rise above the waters, and lest the hidden eyes look at me after the slinking away from that leering, treacherous yellow moon. And to escape this relentless thing, I plunged gladly, unhastenedly, into the sinking shallows where amidst weedy walls and sunken streets, fat sea worms feast upon the world's dead. What the Moon Brings by H.P. Lovecraft. Thank you for listening to this reading of People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos. I have been your host, D.B. Spitzer. Remember to check me and so many others out on darkmyths.org a collection of all kinds of spooky and dark podcasts everything from political intrigue true crime horror fiction such as myself the paranormal and all kinds of other stuff darkmyths.org and also again hey check out founditemclothing.com bunnyslippers.com is cool too thank you so much for listening you can track me down on social media. Just Google PGTTCM.com or go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. A lot of Pokemon stuff on Tumblr, though, so, you know, I don't update it that much. Thank you for listening. Bye. Greetings, listeners. I'm Sam Davis, the host of Inward Empire, a podcast that explores the role of ideas, ideology, and myth in American history. Each episode plunges you eye-deep into a world that's both intensely familiar and profoundly different from the one we live in now. From the forests of colonial New England, to the scarred mental battlefields of Civil War veterans, to the contested streets of Gilded Age cities, I aim to bring the American past alive for my listeners, and at the same time, illuminate the American present. For more information about the show, visit darkmyths.org or my own website at inwardempirepodcast.wordpress.com.